When was the first Thanksgiving? And where was it celebrated? Ask a fifth grader that question and he'll probably respond by saying, oh, that's easy. The year was 1621. The place was Plymouth, Massachusetts. Well, after this homily, you'll be able to demonstrate that you are, in fact, smarter than a fifth grader. Because you will answer that person by saying, no, my young friend, that is actually not when the first Thanksgiving meal took place involving European settlers, European explorers, and Native Americans in what would eventually become the United States of America. According to Michael Gannon, a former professor of history at the University of Florida, a Thanksgiving meal involving explorers and Indians actually took place back in 1565, 56 years before the Pilgrim's Meal, when a group of Spanish Catholic colonists stepped ashore in what is now known as St. Augustine, Florida. Bet you didn't know that. Told you you'd learn something about the first Thanksgiving that you didn't know or probably didn't know. It all happened on September 8th of that year. Here's how the story was told in an article I read recently. On September 8th, 1565, Don Pedro Menendez de Aviles, Captain General of the Indies Fleet under King Philip, stepped ashore with 1,200 colonists and soldiers to found St. Augustine. It was the fleet chaplain, Father Francisco Lopes de Mendoza Grajales, boy, they liked long names back then, it was Father Grajales, the chaplain, who first set foot in the sand. Thus honored, he welcomed the captain ashore. The priest later recorded the moment. He wrote, I took a cross and went to meet the general, singing Te Deum Laudamus, we praise you, God. The general, followed by all, marched up to the cross, knelt and kissed it. A large number of Indians watched these proceedings and imitated all that they saw done. The company celebrated a solemn mass of the Nativity of the Blessed Virgin Mary on the September 8th feast in thanksgiving for safe travels. The native Temucua Indians again watched intently. Following the mass, the Spaniards and Indians ate together it was clearly a Thanksgiving feast, says Professor Gannon, the likes of which would not be seen again for 56 years. Now, unfortunately for those of us who like turkey, that particular item was not on the menu for that first feast. Instead, the colonists and Indians probably ate something called cocido, a stew made from salted pork, garbanzo beans, and garlic. Makes you thankful for turkey, doesn't it? <laughs> but what's really important here, my brothers and sisters, is the fact that the very first Thanksgiving on American soil began with a mass. So all of you who made the effort to be here today are actually observing a very old tradition, older than the Westerly Stonington football game. In fact, this is a tradition that predates the pilgrims by almost 56 years, almost 60 years. 
Share this fact with your relatives and your friends later at the football game. Or maybe it's your meal this afternoon and tell them that if they want to be true to the oldest Thanksgiving tradition in the country, they should resolve to be here at Mass next year on Thanksgiving morning. We pause as a nation today to give thanks to Almighty God for his many gifts to us, especially, especially those that we so often take for granted, which brings us right back to the Mass. I think it's safe to say that most Catholics, and I certainly include myself here, take the Mass for granted at times because it's so familiar to us. We can easily forget that during this sacred liturgy we can lose touch with the fact that we are actually meeting Almighty God Himself. The Creator of the universe comes and speaks to us at every Mass. He speaks through the symbolic actions of the Mass, through the songs, through the prayers, through the readings, and yes, even through the homily, which is why we always need to be listening during Mass. Sometimes we don't hear God speak to us during the sacred liturgy because we're not listening. Our minds, our hearts, our focus, it's all somewhere else. Now, it would be enough of a blessing if God just spoke to us at Holy Mass. That would be a gift great enough. But as we know, he even goes beyond that. He becomes our food, our spiritual food, through the body and blood of his Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Many years ago, I gave a homily, some of you might remember it, in which I said that the Mass is our primary experience of hearing Jesus. Not of hearing the priest, or hearing the music, or hearing people talk, or pray. It's our primary experience of hearing Jesus Christ, and receiving Jesus Christ, so that we can go out there in the world and live for Jesus Christ. I stand by that definition today. Having said all this, I hope you will join me this morning, not only in being thankful at Mass, I hope you will also join me in giving thanks to Almighty God for the Mass. Remember, the Mass, first and foremost, was God's idea. Since it was the Son of God who said to us at the Last Supper, Do this in remembrance of me. And if we are really grateful for this gift of Mass, of the Sacred Liturgy, here's something that we can all do in the future to demonstrate it in imitation of the leper that we heard about in today's Gospel. We can all resolve to make a Eucharistic Holy Hour from now on at least once a week. Notice that the healed leper in this story demonstrated his gratitude to Jesus by doing something. He went back to Jesus, even though he didn't have to. Nobody forced him to go. When we make a holy hour, we do something similar. We demonstrate our gratitude to Jesus for the Mass by going back to Him in Eucharistic adoration outside of Mass, when we don't have to. I think it's crystal clear that Jesus was very pleased with this leper, this man who came back freely and willingly to express his gratitude in person. 
And I have every reason to believe that Jesus is just as pleased with those men and women who come into church freely and willingly, that is, when they don't have to, to adore his Eucharistic presence in the monstrance, or even just in the tabernacle. He gives them his special blessing, which is something else that they can be thankful for.